0: You're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you are a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time, and hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, and of course, coming soon, Coalition Radio, and of course, welcome to all of those who are part of my Blog Talk Radio community and those who are joining us in the chat room, I hope you are having a great start to your week. And if you want a free audiobook, tune in in the next half hour for my weekly suggested audiobook from our sponsor, Audible.com. Well, I'm excited about our show tonight because we have with us Nakia Stith of Top of the Clock which is a security firm, and Nakia and I were talking in my virtual green room, so I'm really excited about our conversation about how we can be a lot more safe by just being more aware and also being a little bit more organized. And, of course, in the next half hour is the tailor Tip time and my product suggestion, app suggestion, as well as my repurpose suggestion of the week. Now, as most of you who have um, been tuning in, you know that I usually do my stats and statistics in regards to um, the topic of the evening. But I didn't want to kind of give out all of those statistics in regards to our topic tonight, but I did want to share something with you um, before I bring on our guest. And it says most people think of robberies as both committed against banks or late-night retail establishments like gas stations, convenience stores, you know, where a gun is used to force the cashier to hand over money. But they said, however, most robberies occur on the street directly against a person, and they're called a strong-arm robbery. And we're going to talk about just some ways and, and on how we can be more aware, alert, and organized as we are out there just doing the things that – we love to do, and which is um, go back and forth to work and just enjoy life. But I am excited because tonight we have Nakia Stith, and she is the president and CEO of Top of the Clock. And it, she is a highly committed security professional. She has worked to transform Top of the Clock into a high-performing security and protection service firm that is recognized for providing outstanding and quality service to its customers. Under her leadership, top of the clock has systematically grown over the last 10 years to become an industry leader with innovation at its core. And Nakia is a member of the ASIS International, and she's um, also part of the Women's President's Organization and Vintage International. So I am going to um, bring Nakia on with us this evening. Good evening, Nakia.
1: Good evening. How are you? I'm good. I'm good.
0: So before we get started in all the questions, thank you for for coming and joining us, especially, you know, here it feels like summer, so it almost makes you feel (laughs) like you want to kind of lay out by the pool, so I appreciate you joining us tonight. Um, But, Nakia, um, my first question before we get into um, the topic of the night is, I want you to tell listeners what made you become involved in the security um, business.
1: Well, you know, it's a, it, it's a really uh, interesting story how I got involved in it. So I kind of grew up around safety and security and um, and all those things, you know, my whole life because my dad was so heavily involved in it. And in 1991, uh, my father started Top of the Clock. And he started it as a response to things that were happening in the community and what was going on in neighborhoods that were just ravaged by open air, drug trade in urban areas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so people would call him, and he had a—he was highly regarded in, in neighborhoods and in the community, and people would say, well, we need help here. We need help here. He would assemble task force to go in and really help these neighborhoods get back together. Mm-hmm. So it would be you know, him with with a couple of the brothers that, that he worked with and and they were really transformative in the work they were doing. So it got to a point where people kept asking him and he he couldn't, you know, do the work without calling it something or having a name and getting all of the business uh privilege mm-hmm. licenses and detective licenses and that kind of work. And he said, you know, essentially this is a security guard firm. And he said, Oh, okay. So that was really the start of top of the clock, and how he kinda uh organically created it uh out of that, so um you know, I've been around this for for a long time, and when I graduated from college, I told my dad, oh, I'm just going to come home, I'm gonna help you out a little bit, see how it works out, and uh mm-hmm. you know life has a very interesting way. So I came Mm -hmm. home and and I started working with my dad. And um, as it turned out, my dad was very sick uh, at the time. And he couldn't Mm -hmm. come into work every day. He couldn't do all those things. So I said, well, you know, I'm going to stay for a little while. And I moved from Maryland and I moved back home to Philadelphia to to really just kind of see what I could do. And Mm -hmm. uh, my dad's illness progressed and he was diagnosed with kidney failure. So uh, after that, it, it was going to be, you know, it was a, a, a long haul for him to really run the business. So we we went through this process as a family because we're very much a family-owned business. And uh, I was actually able to be a kidney donor for my dad. And he, he got better. And then uh, the illness still progressed because he had chronic rejection. So in 2008, my dad passed away. And I've been the president and CEO of Top of the Clock since 2008, but I've been working in the business since 2002. So, wow. so that's the, the kind of the the version of how I got here. So I've been in this line of work for security and protection services for the last 14 years.
0: Oh wow, that's interesting. That's an interesting story. <laughs> wow. So, Nikia, tonight's topic is, of course being a little bit more organized to be safe. Mm-hmm. And with Mother's Day coming up, you know, I thought it would be great <laughs> to have you come on just to give, you know, the women. But, of course, the men, I'm sure they could use the tips as well. So what <clears> are some <throat> of the things that we do that maybe contradict being really safe when we are out there maybe, you know, exercising, grocery shopping, mm-hmm. doing our just errands?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting because there's a lot of things. And and first off, we're all human, right? So, Mm -hmm. as human beings, we really thrive on routine. Like, routine makes us feel good, it makes us feel grounded. And we so we like that we like to go to our destination and arrive there. We like to take the road where we know there's going to be the least amount of traffic, and we 'll take that road every time because that 's what we know, right. So we start to create yeah. these patterns for ourselves that actually feel good. but when we start thinking about our safety or our security, we have to think about how can we vary those things, those daily routines, so that we don 't really create these predictable patterns, you know if you can walk down and different street every once in a while, take a different route home, it doesn't matter whether it's public transportation or a car, you know, make sure you vary your routine up a little bit so that you're not so easily followed um, if somebody should be following you. And there's some other things that we do that totally contradict our safety, and and I just saw it today on my way to work. You know, we've got so much technology, and it's so awesome, and it's so interesting, but it's leaving us unsafe. If I can count the amount of pedestrians and drivers as well who are just on their phones just chatting away, right? So you're not paying yeah. attention to any of your surroundings. You don't know what's going on. So when we're talking on our cell phone, while we're walking across the street, texting, waiting for the bu- on the bus stop, you know, um, riding on the bus, not paying attention. We've got our head in these phones. And another distraction I see a lot of are earphones. Right, so you don't hear anything that's going on, and that's one of the things that I find, um, you know, really troublesome today because the technology is so great with the headphones that they cancel out the noise to the point where you can't hear anything. You know, there was an article uh, probably about a year ago, and they were talking about how there was a crime committed on the subway platform, and nobody was able to serve as a witness because everybody was on their cell phone. Oh, my goodness. So there are so many things going on around us that we don't even see and that we're not paying attention to. So in this day and age, we have a lot of habits and a lot of different things that start to actually serve contradictory to the safety that we need.
0: Mm. And, you know, it's interesting, when you were talking about the routine, it made Mm -hmm. I had a flashback, Nikita, when Because I, mm-hmm. I used to work at a bank years ago. And that okay. was the one thing they told us. They told us to always change our routine because we were bank employees. Because yeah. somebody would be watching us and yep. somebody, so they said always change your streets, to your whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. And the, even the thing with the headphones, I mean, the ear flux, everybody oh you know, wearing yeah. them. And, and sometimes you're wondering, like, do, do you really mm-hmm. hear anything? So, wow, yeah. that was, wow, you mm, So my next question is, and actually somebody just recently gave me a whistle.
1: So Mm -hmm.
0: do the products like the mace, and and I used to have mace, I don't have it anymore, Mm -hmm. but mace and whistles, I mean, should we own them? Are they they good for us?
1: I think so, you know. So I I think that, you know, it depends on, first of all, the first thing I say is you have to do your research, right? And you have to get a product that you're going to be comfortable with. So I would definitely suggest um, pepper spray over mace, right? Okay. So m- mace is essentially it's a brand name at this point, right? Okay. So when you purchase mace, okay. nine times out of ten, it is going to be pepper spray. But originally, okay. mace was tear gas, right? It was Ooh. it was your own little personal vial <laughs> of tear gas. But oh. the thing about it is that it has many disadvantages because tear gas. And traditional mace is not effective against intoxicated persons. So if somebody's coming after you and they've had too much to drink, tear gas doesn't work on them effectively, and it is also potentially toxic. So that's not really something you want to do. So I know they still sell mace, they still sell, you know, tear gas that a person can have, but you really want to look at the pepper sprays because the pepper sprays don't have those drawbacks. So I definitely recommend that. And and the good thing about it now is that you know, they come they're really nice, they're stylish, mm-hmm. they're small. Mm-hmm. You remember those um big uh pepper sprays with the leather case that you had to put on your keychain and yeah. it was pretty cumbersome? Yes, so yes. Yeah, so you're
0: talking you know. <laughs> about me now, McKinney.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well Yes, you know, I
0: because I had them. <laughs>
1: Well, this is the thing. They make really nice ones now that are small. They're almost smaller than, like, what you would see in a sample of, you know, the little perfume sample. Okay. So I definitely suggest you can get one of those, and you can put that on the end of your keychain so it's not as cumbersome, right? I think whistles are fantastic. Whistles are great. Mini flashlights, right? All of these are really great. Products because you can get to them quickly. So when you talk about clutter and being organized, we don't want these things, especially ladies. We don't want them in the bottom of our purse, mm. right? So that is so it's so junky down there that we can't effectively grab it as quickly. <laughs> so so make sure you have these things within your reach should you have to use it.
0: Okay. Oh, that's a good one. That's good. Well, now talking about the pocketbooks, mm-hmm. what do you say to women? That have a lot of bags. I mean, some women mm-hmm. they have maybe two, three bags yeah. and they're carrying them. And and I'm thinking you don't even have a hand free um, yeah. to do anything. So what do you say to women who have to have all of these bags
1: mm-hmm. all the time? Well, the one thing I was, is one word: consolidated. Right. Uh okay. I'm a single woman. Okay. I understand. And some I know, you know, your clutch is really cute, and so is your tote bag. But if you're shopping or, you know, you've got a lot of work to do yes. and you're out and about, get something mm-hmm. that slings over your body so that you can keep it close okay. to you, right? Okay. So that you don't have to – it's so easy for somebody to reach in some of the tote bags that mm-hmm. I see women with mm-hmm. all the time, right? Okay. They they don't close all the way. They're not Secure or snug to the body. So I would say make sure you do that, especially if you're out and you're shopping. Other than that, mm-hmm. make sure it's under your arm, right? Make sure that you carry your bag under your arm. The other thing that okay. I see a lot of outside of the pocketbooks are when we're loaded up with bags, whether it's from mm-hmm. grocery shopping at the supermarket or if you're at the mall, you know, you've just done a lot of shopping that day. Mm-hmm. A lot of stores now will allow you to have an escort and they like to do it. The supermarket will give you an escort, an employee to come out. Um, even some malls you can ask if somebody will walk you to your car if you don't feel safe. So don't be shy. Ask for the help when you need it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. So now that you were talking about the cars, are there things that we should do when we get in and out of our cars that yes. would kind of make us a little bit more aware of what's going on?
1: Yeah, you always need to check your surroundings, right? So it's whether you're okay. coming out of your home on a street, or if you're coming out of a, a place that you've been. Your car's in a parking lot. You want to make sure you look around. Look around first. Have your keys out. Don't wait until you get to your vehicle to fumble through your purse to try to find your keys. That's a no-no. Already be prepared to come out and put your key into the ignition once you get there. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I'm really a fan of is use your panic button if you have to if mm-hmm. you're in a parking lot and you're walking from an elevator or somewhere and it's dark or it just doesn't look safe and it's your panic button can be used as a way to announce yourself so click on it. Okay. you know it'll okay. cause the horn to go off it'll startle somebody. If they don't expect that, it'll give you the opportunity to see in dark spaces because it'll put your lights on for you. So it's all these just little teeny things that you have right at your disposal that you definitely can start to incorporate.
0: And it does. It seems like, I mean, you're just giving us like simple things that we can do, Mm -hmm. like, you know, something simple, consolidate your bag. Or yep. if you do have a lot of bags, just ask them can I have an escort to the car, which I didn't know that, so that was a that was mm-hmm. a great tip. Because sometimes yeah, especially you Especially during holiday do, time. Yeah, yeah, that's a great time. Mm-hmm. That's a great time. So what about women who you know and I see women who have the strollers are just a whole mm-hmm. creation and of themselves. Oh yeah. But sure. they've got the stroller and they've got the child and they've got the big bag and then they've got mm-hmm. maybe other bags. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I know that they they have to to travel sometimes but like that, but is there something that they can do maybe just to kind Mm -hmm. of be a little bit more aware? Like I know you said make sure you know your surroundings, but are there any Mm -hmm. other things?
1: Yeah, I think one of the the biggest issues, right, especially when you're not talking about babies, right, when you're talking about children who are toddler age um, Mm -hmm, because they're mm -hmm. in strollers too, you know, First of all, you have to work to train your children to listen to you. That's one of the biggest things you can do, and you have to teach your children how to understand commands and follow your direction and your instruction. That's so it's so important. So, it's it, you know, we know all the basic common sense stuff, like don't let the child run too far in front of you.
0: Hold their hands.
1: But what Mm -hmm. I would suggest is that parents, especially, take it another step further. You know, I'm a big fan of role play. So if you're at home Mm. and you're going shopping, these are things that you – see, because we all need to be taught, right, children and adults alike. So you have to create a safety culture. It's your responsibility to create this safety culture with your children. So at home, you should go through some scenarios with your children the things that you do in case of emergencies or if you find yourself in a situation that's really hectic, right? You have to work Mm -hmm. this out with your children beforehand because once you're out there, it's too late. So I would Mm -hmm. suggest that parents have a safe word for their children, and it's a word that you only use in emergencies, and you have a plan of action if ever the word is used, right? Because I see children all the time, They're running around, and the mom's like, stop, stop, come back, come back. And it's so easy for children to get snatched or for the mom to get flustered or for somebody to look at you as a potential mark because you're out here with the baby. You're not paying attention. It's really easy for me to do whatever unsavory thing I may want to do. So besides paying attention to your surroundings, it's really important that you talk to your children about these things and stress to them the importance of this is why you have to listen to me. This is a word that we use if this happens. So I'm really a fan of working these things out before you get, you know, into the environment that you're going into.
0: You know, and that's and and that's a good that's a really great idea because when you were talking it reminded me a few Mm -hmm. years ago. My Godson, I think he was He was three, because my girlfriend was pregnant with baby number Mm -hmm. two, and we went to this art show. And Mm -hmm. because we had our stuff, his stuff, Mm -hmm. and we were trying to grab everything, she forgot her paintings that she had bought. And we didn't realize it until we were almost halfway away from it. And she's like, my paintings. Mm-hmm. And so she went back. She got them, but actually, as she was going back, somebody was getting ready to steal them. Um, but of course, wow. you see, I think because I think because the, you know the, the the hormones, the pregnancy hormones kicked mm-hmm. in. He oh, probably absolutely. just didn't feel like. Because she was like, "What do you think you're doing?" But you're right. You mm-hmm. really have to be aware of your surroundings. But I really yeah. like the role playing because mm-hmm. I think looking back now. I think for both of us, it was like we really needed to, to do some practice runs because there was yeah. so much stuff. It was our stuff, his stuff, and mm-hmm. we were in an environment that was really a lot of people. So
1: That's right. I really
0: liked that. But but as you mm-hmm. were talking, um, it made me think about, you know, we just had the, the Broad Street Run here, for yeah. all of you who may not know. It was from 10-mile run across mm-hmm. the city of Philadelphia, and a lot of women – I know exercise, run in the mm-hmm. early mornings, late at night. Are, are there things that they really should do? I mean, because I know they put the earphones, the earplugs mm-hmm. in, and they just go about their routine. But yeah. um, are there things that they really should be aware of?
1: There definitely are. It's funny you mentioned that. Uh, my mother and I, we we actually ran the Broad Street Run the year before last, and we had okay. a lot of we had a lot of fun doing it. And um, You know, we we had to train really hard for it. And sometimes Mm -hmm. because our schedules would get in the way, we couldn't do our morning runs. So we had to do runs Mm. in the evening, right? But because Mm. of the timing of the Broad Street Run, we found ourselves running in the dark often, whether it was early in the morning, it was dark outside, or late at night. So there definitely are some precautions you want to take. One, you want to get on a road or a training route that's well-lit. And take a route that people know about, right? So we would train on the drive. We would also train on Cops Creek Parkway where there's lights out there. There's people who you can expect to see running. You know, we weren't some some yahoos just running in these wild places because we thought it it would be cool to run there. So Mm -hmm. you have to make sure that you're running in a well-lit place and that you're running in a place where runners are. The next thing is get really good reflective clothing. So we had reflections on our sneakers. We had, you know, different jackets or or that kind of thing when it was dark outside so that we could see each other, you know, when we were running. And the other thing is you do have to be careful with your headphones. So that's why you need to, I would say, get a good, sport headphone but i'm a little wary about the headphones that really focus in on noise reduction especially when you're outside so just get something that's good enough for you to be able to hear your music but you also need to be conscious of your surroundings because it's not just people there's cars and there are Mm. other things that can really interfere with your safety so be very careful about that um it's also good to exercise in a group if you can Right, So if you're with a group of people, that's a lot more helpful than being the solo. But if you're a solo exerciser, make sure you go at a respectable time and a respectable hour.
0: Mm-hmm. These are some great tips because I walk, so I like to mm-hmm. make sure I don't walk by myself. Right. Um, I always ask one of my neighbors to walk. And then because in the winter time. It was so dark outside, and I decided because I live on the seventh floor in the apartment building where I live, Mm -hmm. I would walk up and down. I would just go take the stairs and just walk up and down the stairs instead of, you know, because I know everybody was trying to to conquer the the art museum steps, and I'm like, you Mm -hmm. know, I I would like to do that, but it's early in the morning, and I just don't feel safe. So I will just conquer the seven flights of stairs in my building. (laughs) <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll be safe, I know I'll be safe, I'll be indoors, so, yeah, Nikia, you gave some great tips. I mean, I was taking notes the whole time you were talking,, oh, so. and I'm gonna share this, and I'm gonna share this with my girl- actually, I'm gonna share the episode with some of my girlfriends, like, okay, you need to listen to this, so <laughs> if you don't listen to me, listen to <laughs> the <Great>. experts <laughs> um, are there Thank any you. other tips um that you feel that you would like to share? I mean, you shared so many. Mm-hmm. That um, I know they're going to be valuable to all the listeners who tune into this Mm -hmm. podcast
1: Um, I think there's really, when I distill it down There's about four things that I think everybody needs to always remember One, limit your distractions, right? So that goes into the headphones Mm -hmm. and, you know, with your your cell phone And all that stuff that we were talking about Pay attention to your surroundings, right? Look at where you are. Vary your routine. The third thing is prepare yourself before you go out. Don't get ready outside. You should already be ready, right? Get yourself together in the house. Get all the the pieces of the puzzle together, get the car keys out, get the bags together, even in the mall, right? Before you step out the mall doors, make sure you have your game plan ready to get to the car or the supermarket. Make sure you get yourself together while you're indoors in a space with people and then walk out. And the last thing I would say is trust your gut, right? It's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. When it doesn't feel right, Or that little voice inside of you Is saying don't do this today Or don't go Mm -hmm. that way Or don't just Mm -hmm. listen to that Always listen to it And follow it And I would say don't go against it So trust your gut or as I like to think of it When your spidey senses are tingling (laughs) You need to listen to those (laughs) Don't do it If it doesn't feel right
0: Well are Those are some great four tips And um so, Nakia, if somebody was interested in just learning more about um, the services that your firm offers, how mm-hmm. can they get in contact with
1: you? Uh, there's two ways, actually. Um, they can check us out on the Internet. They can look up our website, topoftheclock.com, and we also have another um, website where we work specifically with communities and individuals, resiliency.com, dot com, and you can tweet me at Nakia Stiff. And it's my first and last name.
0: Okay. And, and and tell us a little bit about Resiliency.com.
1: Oh, you know, so Top of the Clock is, is where we do armed and unarmed security and protection services. So okay. we realized uh-huh. sometime in doing this work that, there takes so much more to make communities and people safer, right? So Mm -hmm. we created resiliency to really address some of the larger strategy work, to talk about training, Mm -hmm. to talk about mindsets, to talk about creating healthy communities that work, right? So if top Mm -hmm. of the clock is the people, then resiliency is the strategy.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, that is great to know. Thank, thank you. you so much for all the wonderful tips and information on how we can be more safe, more organized, and just bring the two together. And um, I want to thank you again for taking time out of your schedule to join us this evening for all the wonderful tips, and um, hopefully we'll get to chat soon.
1: Yeah, for sure. Maybe We actually work out on the Art Museum steps on Sundays, so maybe you'll come out and join us.
0: Oh, yeah. I would love that. I would love that. I'll have to touch base with you about that.
1: Okay. Fantastic. Well,
0: Well, thank you, Nakia. Have a wonderful
1: evening. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're welcome.
1: Hello. This is Bob Lewis from Closet and Storage Concepts, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor.
0: Well, that was an awesome interview with Nakia Stiff, and I would suggest that you take this podcast and you listen to it at least a couple more times and you share it with a couple of your friends who may be out there, whether they're working late, uh, whether they, you know, shop late, or just are, you know, very active outdoors because this could really help them. This could not only help the, 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 the women, but it the men can walk away with a few tips as well. Well, um, my audio book selection for this week is 101 Power Thoughts. It's an inspirational audio book by Lewis Hay that brings 101 Power Thoughts and explains how each can make your life more productive and positive because I thought that's what we need. We need, you know, we're getting almost into the sixth month of the year. A lot of you have decided to make some major changes in your life. And, of course, we're talking about just taking care of our own personal safety. Well, we need some power thoughts in order to do that. Again, it's 101 Power Thoughts, and it's an inspirational audio book by Lewis Hay. And it just brings these power thoughts and how you can be more productive and positive in your life. And you can get this free audio book and a one month free trial by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Again, it's www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Well, now I am going to continue with my tailor tip time. And, of course, Nakia did mention about just get the clutter out of your purse. Well, I am going to um, provide you with some tips on getting the clutter out of your purse, your tote bag, and while we're at it, we're going to clean the clutter out of your wallet as well because then hopefully you'll only carry maybe one thing, two tops, but it will all be organized and clutter. And I like her suggestion on how to organize yourself before you get out the house or even before you maybe leave the office or before you leave the mall. Have your keys ready. You know, check any last-minute messages. Put your phones away so you don't have that distraction. <coughs> Excuse me. One of the things that I do, Because I usually travel the trains and and the commuter trains Some of you may call them commuter trains Is I really try to do all of my emails, my texting before I get on the train Because once I get on the train, I put my phone away Because there have been instances here And I'm sure they're happening in other parts of the world too Where people take your cell phones Because so many people are so focused So they just take those cell phones but I want to tell you about just some things that you can do to start clearing the clutter out of, first of all, just your bags in general. So first of all, you just want to make sure that you get rid of anything that can be trashed. Um, and sometimes I do suggest people to find a nice space on the floor and just dump it because sometimes that's the best way to just clear it out. That way you can get rid of anything that's trash. Anything that needs to be filed, because sometimes we pay bills. We may take a bill to work or to wherever we're going. We pay it. We stick it back in our pocketbook and our tote. Anything that requires an action. Maybe you have got all the receipts that you need in order to file your expense report. Or maybe you need to clip them together and schedule time in your calendar to actually do your expense report. And also maybe things that don't belong. You know, I remember one time a woman actually had a little stuffed animal in her tote bag. And I remember a couple years ago when I was um, doing a keynote for a luncheon, I had a contest because I had a cute little gift bag full of all kind of wonderful goodies. And I said, okay. And I started naming all this stuff. If anybody's got soy sauce, if anybody's got toys, if anybody's – I just started naming all of these different things that they really shouldn't have in their pocketbook or their bag. So get rid of the stuff that doesn't belong. So that's part of the sorting. Now, in your tote bag, I want you to try to use one tote bag, just one. I know sometimes you may have – several different tote bags, but try to get down to one. And I have a habit, and this is my habit, and I'm not saying anybody else has to do this, but I have a habit when I get home and I'm finishing my tote bag, I empty it out and I put it away. So therefore I don't have tote bags lingering around. But try to use only one tote bag. And if you do use a different tote bag each time you leave the house, sometimes you're not even aware of how much stuff that you actually have because you've got stuff in the tote bag you're taking and stuff in the tote bag you left at home and the stuff in the tote bag you used two weeks ago. So that's why it's good just to try to use one tote bag. And also try to clean it out nightly if you can. You know, take the food out, the trash out, the book you've already written, you know, the receipt, et cetera. And maybe you need to make some notations because you've just kind of sort of, maybe you ripped out an article in one of the newspapers or something just jogged your memory and you stuck it. So make sure you write it like on your tablet or in your phone or even if you have a little notebook instead of having all of those scraps of paper. And also just make sure that, and the preparing part, so now that you've kind of cleaned it out, make sure that it's all prepared for the next day. So, yes, I know this seems like a lot, but sometimes we have to get into routines, and once you get into routine, it'll be a lot easier. So now in organizing the wonderful purse, first of all, you should use one wallet and one cosmetic bag, and that's all I do. And I just transfer the same wallet and the cosmetic bag to my handbag. And make sure your pocketbooks just have the essentials. You know, I have my business card holder. make sure I have tissues. I make sure I have a pen. Um, And I just transfer those to whatever bag. I don't have a lot of different little things. There are certain items that I have that I always have in all my bags. It's my business card holder, my wallet, um, my keys, my pen, and my tissues. And I may have mint. But those are all the things. I just transfer everything Because I don't have a lot. So that might make it easy for you to, too, not to forget things. And then, in organizing that wonderful wallet of yours, is you want to only carry, they say, for safety reasons, one credit card and one debit card, not everything. Um, You know, not that we want to think anything bad will happen to us, but. If you're carrying your debit cards for all of your bank accounts, at least if you only have one, they only have access to one account and then one credit card. But, of course, you know credit cards are always covered. And also eliminate a lot of the change in your purse and your wallet because sometimes that weighs you down. Because they said the average purse weighs about seven pounds. So if you can imagine carrying that purse and that tote bag and then whatever else every single day that does something to your posture. So try to take out as much change and put it in the jar and start saving it. So I hope those little tips will help you work through the clutter that you seem to be carrying around with you every day. And, of course, if you go to my Pinterest page, there is a um, video called The Organized Purse. Where I show you how to, you know, I show you exactly what it, I carry every day, but also some of the things that you can do to lighten your load. And I also have an article on my blog as well. So hopefully that will help you as well. Um, of course, if anybody has any questions, you can post it in the chat room. So please feel free to do so. Well, of course, I just want to thank all of you for your tweets, your emails, your posts on Facebook. Thank you for joining in the Blog Talk Radio community. It is growing. I love it. Um, thank you for following on my social media. Instagram, I'm Organizer Janet, just in case you wanted to know. And someone um sent me a beautiful message in LinkedIn and they said, and this is Dana, and she said, "Thank you for sharing your knowledge with college students. It helps." And that was her um, feedback from the presentation I did for Pierce College for their Business Division Conference. And I had a wonderful time. And for those of you who looked either on my Instagram or my Facebook page, you got to see me with my college professor who actually remembered me. So that was really, really nice. And I um, had a wonderful time there. So today is Monday. Monday evening, and you know what tomorrow is? Tomorrow is Tossed It Tuesday. So I want us, now that I've given you these wonderful tips, and Nakia has given you some little things that you can do in order to just prepare and be organized, I want you to schedule time this week and toss the trash and a junk mail out of your tote bag, your purse, and your briefcase so you can take maybe some time on, okay, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or either, you know, you've got three three things and three days to do it. So let's do that. So that's my Toss It Tuesday tip. Again, schedule time this week and toss the trash and junk out of your tote bag, your purse, and your briefcase. Well, um, moving along to my product suggestion, and it's called Key ring, key ring. And, of course, if you live by reward cards, then you'll love the simplicity of this app, which stores all your reward information and lets you scan your phone in the store instead of carrying around those worn-out reward cards. Um, And even if you're not a reward junkie, you can put your gym membership card on there as well. So whatever your little card is, and you can use it for your Android, your iPhone, your BlackBerry, and your Windows for all of you who have one of those devices. So it's called Key Ring. So you can put your reward cards or maybe a gym membership. Um, The next thing is I wanted to share with you is my product suggestion, which is the heavy-duty triple storage bin. And it's for sorting everything from, because I know, at least here in Philadelphia, it feels like summer and it's going to be like 80 degrees for several days this week. But for those of you who may decide it, it is spring and it is time to tackle the garage because that's part of safety, too, because when you come home late at night, instead of parking the car in the driveway, you need to be able to push the button so the car garage door can go up and you can drive the car in the garage. And then also that means that if you have to leave early in the morning, you can get yourself ready in the safety of your garage. So this equipment, this storage bin, actually allows you to store the sporting equipment the kids have. It could be anything from the bats to the soccer balls, et cetera. So it's great, and, of course, if you go to my social media page, my Facebook, my Twitter page, or my LinkedIn, you'll be able to actually see what the product looks like, and then you can, of course, order your own. And last but definitely not least is my repurpose product, and it is using something that we all have, unless you use those um, toilet tissue that doesn't have the roll is the roll of a toilet tissue. And basically someone used it to start plants. So they took those, they to use the toilet paper rolls to start your plants. And when ready to plant, you can stick the whole paper roll into the ground. And, of course, it it composes. The roll will decompose. Isn't that, isn't that something? Way is a wonderful way to start a plant, but once you put it in the soil, it decomposes. So that's a great way. And then also, if you go to my Instagram page, you will see how I used a roll of toilet, the roll from the toilet tissue, to actually organize and corral my cord for my iron. I saw a video of that, and I thought that was a great and a very free way of organizing my cord because I would pull the cord out and I had different ways of organizing it but I like that way and actually what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take those toilet those rolls and I'm going to organize some other cords in um in my container where I keep all the accessories for all of my electronic equipment. So that is my repurpose suggestion of the week. And of course you can go to um my Pinterest page for my repurpose suggestions for the, for just in general, my repurpose suggestions for the office, and my repurpose suggestions for the garden. And let me know if you're using those tips and how you made out or share with me your own repurpose suggestions as well. I would love to hear from you and love to see your pictures. And make sure you always, of course, visit my website at www.JanetMTaylor.com just for information about my products and my services. (coughs) Excuse me. Well, I want to make sure you also, when you visit my website, you take advantage of my free resources, 30 Minutes or Less Simple Tips to Organize Your Life. It's 30 tips that you can do in 30 minutes or less to organize the area of your home, your office, and your life. Then my second resource is my other free ebook, which is 25 tips to organize your office, and it's 25 tips that you can do and use in your office to organize the paperwork, um, your projects, etc. That's a free ebook, and then of course you can always purchase my book, 101 Secrets to Living an Organized Life, which is 101 secrets to help you organize your time, your kitchen, your garage, your life, your workspace. So make sure you go to my product page and you can pick out one of the thirty minutes or less ebook or my twenty five tips to organizing your office ebook of course and you can always purchase my one hundred and one secrets to living an organized life book. Well, next week, of course next is coming week it's Mother's Day. And next week we're going to be talking about our time, our mother's time. Have things really changed? I'm looking forward to sharing that discussion with you, with Valerie Anderson. And that's part one. And then part two, the following week is we're going to be talking about our time. You know, how come it seems like we can't get anything done? Are we making up excuses? Are we having issues with time management? We're going to be going through that discussion as well. And I hope you will join us then. And then, of course, we will be having Felicia while it's been she will be um sharing some tips on how we can be more organized to have some summer fun and of course in June I'm excited cuz you know me I start working on these um my guest and I have uh Miss Darlene Hunter And she will be coming and she will be sharing with us just how we can get back on track if we've gotten off track. And she wrote a book called Winability. I'm looking forward to that interview. And then I have Caroline Sutherland who will be coming back and sharing how we can make sure we can incorporate time to be well in our schedule. Because I did a presentation and people, one of the questions they asked me, which was very interesting, was, how do you schedule time for lunch? And I said, well, you have to take lunch. So that's why I wanted Caroline to come back and just talk to us and share how we can incorporate healthy eating into our busy schedules. Well, my quote for the week is, if you want to make peace with your enemy, you have to work with your enemy. Then he becomes your partner. And that's Nelson Mandela. And I just felt that I really wanted to share that with all that's going on, you know, here um, you know, in Baltimore, but just around the world and the globe. Again, if you want to make peace with your enemy, you have to work with your enemy, then he becomes your partner. Nelson Mandela. Well, I truly um want to thank all of you um for joining me this evening. Um, I hope you found particularly this this topic on how we can be more organized and be more safe. Because I wanted to do this show because I know a lot of you out there have busy, you're doing in the world. And I just wanted to make sure that as you do them, that you are being safe. So that's why I wanted to have this topic tonight. And, again, I hope you do share this with your family, your friends, on Facebook, on your social media. I want you to always make sure you visit me on the website at com. And I want to let you know, I will be um, out in the chat room for a few more minutes. So if you want to, um, you know, chat with me, have a question, a comment, a suggestion about a future show topic, please feel free. But I want until next time, I want you to make sure you have a clutter free day. But most of all, please have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.